Hello and welcome to Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast, another exciting episode with me, your host, Mark, and my wonderful wife, Jamie. Hello there, friends. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, or you're just joining us for the first time, I don't know why you would be joining us. At, it's, I think, the 70th episode. Yes. Um, but if you, we forgot a '69 joke on the last. If one. you've been, if you've been listening this entire time, <laughs> and you have no idea what's going on, we are a married couple that just enjoy professional wrestling and enjoy talking about professional wrestling over a bunch of cups of coffee to the point where we're over caffeinated, our hearts are beating a little way too fast, and we're getting way too excited about sweaty men and women running around in a ring. That's perfect. There's not a lot of talk of of coffee. We just have coffee. Yeah, it's th- like that's why the whole tagline is it's a wrestling podcast. We just we're ingesting. <laughs> it's a, not a coffee podcast. Probably about what two pots of coffee by the time we end up absolutely getting, gun recording. See, I'm there's I'm adding, one brewing. I'm adding adjectives and letters to words. Yeah, there's another one brewing right now. But we are just a week before AEW's Full Gear pay per view. Uh, they don't. I'm sure we haven't have the debut of every match on there but as of right now we have nine matches yes uh, eight including one pre-show correct uh but i think at this point with the what the pre-show is it basically is one of those like can't miss this match of course uh because it does have something to do with the main event i'm assuming of the entire pay-per-view but we'll get to that for uh later uh first off i want to congratulate uh cory graves and his wife carmella they had their baby what last week Something like that. Don't know anything ago. about it, but always a good, good uh, to hear somebody having a, a healthy baby come into this world. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. But while we're on the topic of WWE, man, we're just getting right into it. I'm not even like, I'm telling you, the coffee's like, like zing, really zing, zing, going zing, zing. today. Um, had a lot of stuff happen on Raw and SmackDown. It was actually a really good week for for uh, WWE. Raw was fantastic. Uh, whoever was in charge of production this week thank you Great. adam pierce no i think adam adam, i think everything all the uh, congratulations pierce. needs to go to adam pierce because this man finally grew a set okay. on this episode of raw well, thank week. you adam pierce you made my birthday quite special yes happy birthday to my it. gorgeous wife thank i forgot you. to say that last week i wish my thank wished you. a good happy birthday to our friend wrestling and coffee's wife but not my own <laughs> that's so, okay shame on me i will pay for that later believe me Yes, shame on you. But there were two very great matches that happened on Raw this week. Uh, again, in celebration of my birthday. Uh, the one I want to yes, talk they, about. They to start reached off, out us. Uh, they reached Adam out. Pierce said yep. all of these matches are dedicated to Jamie from Coffee yep. and Wrestling. You should the listen to podcast. You should listen to their podcast, you and you should follow them. Follow on Twitter, them. On that X. was my. That was going to be my line. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had to do two single podcasts by myself. So fair enough. You I only did me. one. At any rate, um, we had a match, and it was The Miz. The Miz. Bronson Reed, Ricochet, and of all people, Ivar, who's been really getting a huge push lately. Yeah, WWE's been very impressed with him as a singles uh, performer since uh, Eric got injured and had to have neck, I I believe it was neck fusion surgery. That's awful. Which is, I mean, glad to see he's doing better, but at the same time, it's good to see that. Ivar's done a great job. I mean, really. I mean, he really has. This match ended up being phenomenal. He's one of those big dudes that you're like, he's not going to do much. He's Mm going to throw some dudes around, maybe a powerbomb. Like Keith Lee. Maybe he'll fall off the top rope. Maybe he'll do a top rope move, but this dude does like moonsaults. He does top rope dives. He does suicidas. I don't think people understand like, and you know, WWE's class for this the history that they have the viking raiders and how much wrestling that they've done it's not like they're new to wrestling no they had a really a really long run in ring of honor uh but i mean they also made a they were really well over in uh nxt as well 
it's something we don't end up watching, but a lot of people were kind of disappointed with the direction that they were going originally coming into the main roster because they were so liked in NXT. Like it was kind of like how, how FTR was, you know, and but now you're kind of seeing the shades of why they were so over NXT. And unfortunately, it took a little bit to get there. I don't know if Valhalla worked or helped them or hurt them at all. Um, but it seems like it's working. So it's good to see them that, that he, well, I mean, he, I mean, he's getting it featured on this match. Unfortunately, he ended up getting pinned, not pinned. This is, this was a really weird. The ending was odd. This you was need a to weird. tell something was off. Well, uh, unfortunately, Ricochet ended up getting a concussion part way through the match. Uh, actually, Ar- Ivar ended up not gra- either not getting hundred percent of them or, uh, Ricochet jumped and fell a little shallow, but he landed on the top of his head. Got concussed a little bit, and there was a double pin at the end of the match. And it was a first off, the whole double pin was really awkward. Uh, Ivar uh, jumped, and uh, actually, I can't remember who jumped now. Oh, yeah, Ivar jumped, and uh, Bronson Reed jumped onto the onto the other two, ended up going for a close two, uh, kicked out. Miz ended up getting the pin. I don't know, it was a very confusing, very confusing uh, ending. Uh, and it ended up looking like Ricochet kicked out when he wasn't supposed to, so it went to Miz. Now we have a match between Ivar and Miz on uh, Monday Night Raw. So Coming up this week, which it, it is might, when you'll hear this podcast. It might be the the match that kind of writes the ship of what they were going to do. We might be seeing Ivar going against Gunther, because as of right now, the Miz is taking on Gunther at uh, Survivor Series. Correct. But you know how this is. Monday Night Raw, this match could happen, and The Miz could get his, his you know, bell rung completely. I mean, of course. WWE's Whatever not, is supposed to happen will happen. And maybe uh, it's, yeah, WWE's not afraid to use that concussion angle to push storylines right now. So. Yeah, I and mean, maybe it's just to set a clear-cut winner between the two. Right, Obviously, right. we don't have to wait too long to find out what is going to happen there. But. but Very awkward situation, but either way, whether it's The Miz versus Gunther or it is Ivar versus Gunther, honestly, I... As much as I know Miz versus Gunther would be a great match, I'm kind of interested to see what Ivar could do in that match. Okay. That's fair enough, but I actually really wanted to see what Miz would do, so... All right, so... You can't go wrong. Looks like, we're, looks like we're going to be fighting the spouses on uh, Monday. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of disarray and families, uh, LWO had a little bit of a rocky week. Uh, was it last week on Crown Jewel... Logan Paul ended up getting the win over Rey Mysterio, winning the U.S. title by utilizing brass knuckles that Santos Escobar left. I'm still asking. you know, for some reason on the edge of the apron. Right. So that somebody could just very quickly pick them up and use them. Yep. Um, I'm still asking why he needed them. That's okay. Carlito came out this week on Raw uh, and was questioning Santos Escobar's loyalties and was basically calling him a traitor exchanged words he wasn't wrong he wasn't wrong and, and it felt like that lwo is kind of you know missing missing his point and just kind of looking past exactly what happened um it, it, carlito ends up having a match as soon as that ends up happening and towards the end ends up getting his ass completely handed to him and the only person that's standing there is Santos Escobar, and he's not helping. He's not helping him out. It takes a while. Ray Mysterio comes down, makes the save, and then Santos and Ray have this argument, and we finally see the turn of Santos Escobar into heel. I mean, he, he kind of just attacked Ray, attacked Carlito. The typical, you made me do this when you turn heel kind of thing. Right, and he's pointing to the tattoo on his hand, which has mm-hmm. the LWO logo. Yeah. 
Uh, I I really kind of enjoyed this angle that they're doing it. with Santos. I mm-hmm. mean, it's been kind of on the rumor mill that they need to either need to or should turn him heel. Uh, I think it's I think it's great for him. I think putting a little bit of dissonance in the LWO, a faction that was really hot when they came out of the gate and then mm-hmm. just lost steam really quick. They've got uh, Zelina Vega, who doesn't do a lot uh, in matches-wise. Uh, Rey Mysterio just which... lost the belt. Yeah, uh, Santos. Unfortunately, no. Yeah, and <laughs> and I can't even, honestly, God, I can't remember the name of the other two that's in the tag team with him. That's just always uh, yeah, Joaquin, around Joaquin, God, for the love of me, don't remember the other guy. It just feels like they've Sorry. lost a lot of steam, so it's it's nice to see they're doing a little bit something with them. You and know, they never really won to begin with. If we're going to talk about people that won, though, I think damage control has gotten a hell of a lot stronger since this week. Yeah, I mean, I, it's always like they're going to be breaking up on the cusp of, you know, Well, Bailey, Bailey. always seems like she's going to be the one that's getting <laughs> broken up with. Right. And I mean, I, st- I still kind of feel that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie Sane made a return at Crown Jewel. And save the day. Super exciting. Uh, and then we had a trios tag or trios tag match. Uh, three on three with Charlotte Flair, <laughs> Bianca Belair, and Oscar taking on Damage Control, which was Bailey, Io Sky, and the newly returning Kyrie Sane. Uh, great match between the six women. Yeah, like, uh, the whole time it was wall to wall packed with action. Like really was great to see that it, it made a vented SmackDown. Uh, something you don't see a lot in general, let alone right. six women, let alone uh, the caliber of women that were up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the storytelling that was involved. It wasn't just yeah. some random match. This There was a lot of, there was, it, what was nice about it was there was a lot of like large storyline for individuals to get their teeth into, but then there was little tidbits of, of, of storyline mm-hmm. sprinkled throughout. Right. That if you knew more than the average WWE wrestling fan, that you were just like, "Ooh, that's that's good. I right. like that." You know, with Kyrie Sane and uh, uh, Io Sky, they had that tag team. Uh, the uh, I don't want to say the Cyber Pirates, but it's something Pirates. I can't remember what it is, but uh, they they had a a legendary not a legendary, but they had a storied career as a tag team. Oscar. Uh, has had the same thing with Eosky and Kyrie Sane. So if you know more than just the WWE universe, it's kind of a nod to that. But at the same time, it's it's vanilla enough to, that a regular WWE viewer could see it without any issue and be like, "Wow, I'm really into this." Yeah, and thankfully Michael Cole kind of adds that those little details if you're listening enough about those things to make it more interesting. Obviously, um, in the end, again, like you said, Kyrie Zane was has joined damage control i guess against bailey's wishes at first yeah bailey wasn't fully sold about it yeah she was just like what's she doing here and io and dakota were like well she's here to make us stronger and it's like okay it's kind of like hiring outside the company without you know resort or talking to the boss first well yeah exactly Not that bailey's the boss but i feel like she has she runs the show kind of Essentially, but at the same time, EO is the one with the belts. Oh yeah, for so. sure. Like she's definitely the the, the yep. money maker. Mm-hmm. But so you know. being friends with uh, Kyrie obviously gave it a, a a bigger shot at her being in damage control. Right. But at the end of this huge match that, uh, like you said, headlined SmackDown, Oscar actually betrayed Bianca. Oh, what did so she kick good. her in the face? And she, no, she, Bianca went to go for the tag and, and she just pulled her hand away and just stood there and smiled uh-huh. and then ended up uh, getting in the ring after uh, Bianca was getting overwhelmed and ended up beating the hell out of Bianca and they called the match 
And God, it was, I'm not going to lie. It's been a while since a SmackDown or Raw has hit me with something that wasn't the bloodline mm -hmm. and that I really went, wow. And this was definitely one of them. Yeah, I what's going to happen? This it, is very interesting because Asuka now has joined Damage Control as well. Right, she right. has been in a tag team with Kyrie before. And and if I remember what it. are we, five people deep now? Didn't she lose the belt to Kyrie? Or I'm sorry, not Kyrie, to, to Io? Who's that, Asuka? Yeah. Well, I think Asuka had it, and then Bianca won it, and well, then Oh, that's Io right, cashed she in. cashed in. So, I mean, right. yeah, by, by proxy, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think it could be a ploy from Asuka to get closer I mean, for the sure, title? Sure, why not? Asuka's not stupid. No, I love Asuka. Hey, I'm your friend. I want in. I, I think mean, I, I, perfect. I, I, they took her in like oh yeah, in a heartbeat. Nothing like but oh see, okay, okay, sure, yeah. Now you got to look, look at it, look at it in Bailey's <laughs> eyes, right? Yeah. You these three have a bond that goes beyond damage control. Oh, absolutely. The only Years. other person that is in damage control, because now there's five individuals. Right. The only other person in damage control that would want a share to keep ba uh, Bailey in damage control is Dakota. Mm-hmm. And she's on the injury list right now. Well, I now. mean, and, and EO. She hasn't done anything. Well, EO to a degree, but do you think her alliances to Bailey are going to be as strong to her alliances to EO and Asuka? No. It's or, always, or to, it, I feel uh, like it's... Kyrie and Oscar? No, I feel like no matter what, it's always going to come down to. EO I'm just saying. And I Bailey. think I think Bailey needs to watch her back. I think she went from the top of the pile to just almost all the way to the bottom. Like mm -hmm. she's almost like dead weight. Like why do you need Bailey on there? Right. Or eo has got the belt. She's got two of her people that she's been wrestling with for years. Like why do you need Bailey in that instance? Mm -hmm. That's well, a, how many I times mean, has she cost Dakota thing? Or uh, I keep saying Dakota. How many times has she's cost EO matches? Oh, sure. Or put her into matches that EO didn't want to be a part exactly. of. Exactly. And EO I had mean, to fight and she won the belt, but sure. it was no help by Bailey. Not to be that guy, but also, like, what is Dakota doing? She of course. She might be dead weight, too, so she might just drop both of them. Right. They might drop but both of them. But I'm just saying, them. Dakota's done less damage to EO's trajectory onto being a champion than Bailey Correct, has. but she can't wrestle. She's not clear. Oh, of course not. I don't so, know. What, she's not She's not going to be back for a while, if I remember I honestly right. don't remember, but obviously... I can't remember what she in. I think up. it was her ankle. Oh, was it her knee? She's got that huge knee brace on. Oh, that's right. Like Stone Cold, like Dax Harwood style, you know? Chris <laughs> Statlander <laughs> knee brace. <laughs> Hashtag wrestlers that have knee braces. That's a you long know. list. You know. Now, do you get double points if you have two knee braces? Yeah, Chris is up there. Stone Cold's up there. Mm -hmm. Like immediately. Mm -hmm. I think The Rock had one at one point, didn't he? I feel like Mick Foley should have had like a full body one. Yeah. <laughs> a full body. That's a, that's a list we need to put together. Hashtag best wrestlers with double knee braces. Ooh, that's like you said, legendary. Uh, the last thing before we wrap up WWE that I would like to talk about is Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn. For whatever reason, they were, Sami Zayn was like, or Seth Rollins, excuse me, was like, hey, Sami, you deserve a shot at this belt. Mm -hmm. uh, Sami Zayn was like, you're not Cl at 100%. Classic. Tip, classic. Classic face, face move. Yeah. You are not at 100%. I will take that well, shot. When you at a, are at 100%. Seth, again, not wrong, said, we're wrestlers. We're never at 100%. Yeah, at this level of this sport, we're never Sammy at 100%. completely understood that and was like, I mean, okay, Brock Lesnar's always been 100% during his matches. 
I feel like Roman Reigns <laughs> has been 100% in all of his, what, well, five defenses this year? When you wrestle so few times in Five between. defenses this year. I'm just saying Orange Cassidy had, what, 28 defenses? I don't in... know. It was a lot. <sighs> Less than a year. Anyways. <laughs> Seth Rollins, he said, Sammy, you're going to get a shot at any time for this champion championship. And of course, I mean, when anybody says that, why would you wait? But when anybody what better says time that, than now, what better place than that, here, though, right? It's always, well, what about now? And then the guy with the belt's the like, well, what about the pay-per-view? And then, you know, the crowd, the Minneapolis, you know, crowd or wherever they're at. It's like, at first oh. they're like, oh my God, they're going to do that here. They're going to do it here. Ah. Right. The crowd's going batshit. Because, of course, the challenger's like going, well, Milwaukee. And Milwaukee's like, ah! And you're just like, you're. It, do you want me to have it here? What do you think about right now? <laughs> and it's never right now. And the crowd's like, boo. But they did it this time. Mm-hmm. It's they almost like they were in Saudi the- Arabia hitting a blue falcon bomb. Like, it just. It, it 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 happened. They def- they decided to have the main event. Seth Rollins took on Sami Zayn for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, and it was an absolutely incredible way to end the night. It was premium live event quality. I know I say that a lot with these kind of matches, but it really was like it really, really, really like was. like we were just talking about. Like it never happens this way. It's so it, when it does happen, it's like oh man, this really feels special. Yeah, because a lot of times it's some ridiculous. You know, three-on-three match right. that is not it's, strategically put together. And that it's bound is, to have the the interjection of an, of of one of the other parties. Exactly. Faction. That's how all these matches ended up being for the main event for Raw. So have something like this. I actually was excited to to wait for this. Well, especially in in, in degree or in the degree of the ending of the Raw. Recently, all of Raws have been just brawls between the Judgment Day. And some conglomeration of either the uh, Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso or Sami Zayn, right? You know, or, or some combination, of, and it's just been every night. It's been like that, and they did a great job with the way they they handled this because at first it didn't seem like much was going to be like in that vein of interference from anybody. It didn't seem like anybody between Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn was going to have an issue, right? I mean, we were a little bit wrong about it, but this was a really well put together match. I mean, obviously, yeah, it really two, between the two of them, two of Raw's biggest and best performers, of Seth course. Rollins and Sami Zayn, they put and, on their best. Oh yeah, and and, and it, it it led to unfortunately, Sami Zayn wasn't able to pull it out, and even no. the, the ending was one day. The ending, I liked the ending because it didn't make Sami Zayn look weak. No, he was very confused, like what just happened, and. and it made it look like Seth was just one up on him that night. Exactly. That he was able to exactly. get the leverage for a half a second more than what Sami Zayn was able to do. So it didn't make Sami Zayn look weak in the regard like he couldn't beat Seth Rollins. He, he they, just didn't that night. He just it wasn't his night. And that's all it came down to. And it like it, it was. It, it, it was fun to see the the pain on his face. I know it sounds awful, but it was fun to see the pain on Sami Zayn's face because he was so determined. Like this was his right. destiny. This he was, really wanted it. Right, that singles championship. Right, right. So when he didn't get it, it left him broken. But we didn't get a That's lot. Good. It, well, we didn't get a, a lot of chance to really like digest that either because it was instant. Much like every other Raw, the entire back you know, back 
just came out running. Judgment Day yep, came Judgment out. Day, Cody, Ro- Cody Rhodes came out. You had Jey Uso came out, and it was just an exactly all-out like ball. you said. It's been the same thing, and they were you know playing games. Oh yeah, they were playing games. That's what Adam Pierce said. It gave me some PTSD when I was in, the, in boot camp because that was one of our drill instructors like things. When we'd be screwing around, he'd walk out and be like, "Oh, you want to play games? I'm going to make it Milton Bradley up in this bitch, and we're going to go play games in the sandbox." And, and I and guess <laughs> that's what's going to be happening soon you, at Survivor. If you if you ever have had heard stories 25th. from a from a Marine in the boot camp, you'll know what the sandbox is, and it's a very awful place. I don't like being a sugar cookie. <laughs> God, that took an awful turn. Um, at any rate, games from both sides, and Adam Pierce decided, and I don't want to blow anybody's eardrums out. You guys are my friends. Uh, there will be war games uh, at Survivor Series. Uh, yeah, because both return of war games. Both sides have just like you said, just been back and forth, constantly taking over, trying to take over Raw at least. Uh, we'll have Seth freaking Rollins and Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso and Sami Zayn versus the Judgment Day. Finn Balor, Damien Priest, uh, Dom Mysterio, and I don't know if he's part of the right. Judgment Day. Dirty but JD, Dumb. Dirty Dumb. Uh, but JD McDonough will be there as well. No, because um, I think it's the Judgment Day and so, Yeah, I don't think they've taken JD. him in just yet, but he's an accessory. Taking him in, like they're uh, going to take him under his wing. Interesting that it's only a four-on-four. Traditionally... War Games matches, both oh, NXT, WWE, okay. AEW have been five. I believe that's only has been five on, five versus five. There okay. may have been more. So but, who could we see well, there, added to this match? There's Right before we started recording, you know, I mean, this is all rumors, uh, but Drew McIntyre was the rumored name to be added onto the Judgment Day side, uh, but no word on what or who would be added to the Seth Rollins, Cody, Jay, and Sami side. Okay. So I honestly I can't think of anybody, you know, that would want to return at Survivor Series against a bunch of people in a really high profile match that, you know, may be a high profile individual that may or may not be behind the devil mask of AEW. I mean I'm just saying, you know, I'm not saying it's CM Punk. But you're speculating it's No, I'm not speculating that. You're speculating that. Uh, no, 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 I just I know no. that's I know where the, that's where the rumor mill <laughs> is going to go until they announce if we're going to have a fifth person and if uh, uh, Drew McIntyre is going to be the the one on Judgment Day side. Uh, I'm sure the the rumor mill is going to go batshit crazy because Survivor Series is in Chicago, right? Which I don't know if you know this, but he, that's where CM Punk lives. <laughs> the CM does not actually stand for Chick Magnet. No, uh, but I mean, yeah. But I'm, I, this match is going to be fun. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> two rings put together. It's always a good time. The cage or two. Yeah. It's always um, a good time when they do something like this. I don't know. I like don't. I, I'm assuming they're going to do physical, it. Very physical. Very violent. I'm assuming they're going to do it in the fashion of, you know, just like a, a any other match that has multiple people like this where it's one after another comes in after after a period of time until it's all ten are in there and then the match digest. starts. Yeah. Yeah. Which, God, sure. that's going to suck for everybody who starts in the beginning. Absolutely. You gotta, I you always feel set, bad for the guys at the at the beginning. Well, yeah. you got you got to set the tone too of the right, match. Like you right. can't you can't take your time. Like, well, I got twenty minutes until the actual bell rings. You know, I can't take it easy. Right. Like, you got to set the tone for the next forty five minutes of match. Exactly. And I mean, we haven't even heard about the women's war games match. If there will be one, but I mean, there is. I'm been, sure there will, especially with somebody like Rhea Ripley. Who? Well, yeah, they've had a lot of they've had a the lot a lot of before. movement when the women's raw division they had. Um, that really big, uh, what was it, the 
Battle Royale. There we go. Sorry, yep. the words left my brain there for a second on uh, Monday Night Raw, where they featured practically everybody on on the women's roster, uh, except for Becky Lynch, who got kicked in the head and got concussed, I guess, by Zia Lee. We just going with Zia Lee being that lethal that she can't even do a single spinning kick without demolishing somebody. I don't know. That was kind of weird, but I mean, we setting the tone for their own match. Their of course, own of course, rivalry. So I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more matches be put together for. Uh, Survivor Series because it's coming up here. It's on uh, November 25th, which is here in a couple weeks. So they've got at least at least four more matches to put of up. Of course, on here. Uh, we'll talk they a did, little bit more about that next they, week. They did a pre-show last uh, premium live event, so you never know. We might see the return of some pre-show matches. But uh, moving on, I guess to something a WWE adjacent in my eyes. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. Well, today I sat down and I had some uh, things to work on, and I decided to put on DDT Pros. Uh, most recent pay-per-view, which the name of it's really leaving my mind, which makes it sound like I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but it's okay. Uh, had a few matches on there I was pretty interested in. Of course, you had uh, Takeshita took on Jericho, which we'll yep, get to. You also had my boy Chris Brooks ended up taking on Yuki. I'm, I'm going to slaughter his last name. Yuki Yunia uh, for the DDT Pro king of or the king of ddt pro championship great match um which i gotta say i i, I love the match it was a great match chris brooks didn't get the win ended up relinquishing the title to his opponent yeah so got a gasp out of me i loved there. it i think his title reign was great i think the idea that he even got that as a uh a non-japanese uh wrestler that kind of has made his way into the hearts of ddt pro fans I love it. It might be too obscure for even this podcast, uh, but I guess congratulations to both of them for having a great main event. Uh, like cause it was a double main event, Takeshita and uh, Jericho was the other main event. Uh, so both really good to see. Matches. Good to see. You know my favorite wrestlers getting the spotlight, even if it's in Chris DDT Jericho Pro. and Chris Brooks. Yes, Chris Jericho and Chris Brooks. I love all, I love anybody named Chris. Chris that can't Chris Hero. I, I can't be true because yeah, Chris Hero is good. Uh, there's another Chris I'm thinking of that did terrible things. He wasn't Chris quite Statlander. even my favorite. No, Chris Statlander's the best. There you go. That's Chris. my girl right there. Um, <laughs> but another interesting match they had on this was for the DDT Pro. Oh, excuse me, for the DDT Pro World Championship. Okay. And it was Matt Cardona took on Mao. Okay. Uh, Mao Chemical Romance. Yes, that was that's his ex username. <laughs> uh, it was a no DQ match. Uh. And there, I mean, it was a DDT pro match, so of course it's going to have a lot of antics. Um, but I mean, even Yoshihiku came in as the ref. If you don't know who y Yoshihiku is, uh -uh. that is the by far my favorite wrestler of all time. Look up their matches. They've had matches Great with match Kenny, with Kenny Omega. Omega. They've had them with uh, Kenta. Chris Brooks I, too, right? Chris Brooks has had plenty of matches with yeah. with Yoshihiku. Yoshihiku was in uh, Bakugajan. Where they wrestle in a bar right. in downtown Tokyo, in front of a bunch of women, in a front of, front of a bunch of very doughy-eyed women, because Chris <laughs> Brooks is a dreamboat. There, I said it. Uh, but <laughs> we had, like I said, we had a match between Matt Cardona and Mao. Steph Delander was there with him, and not to spoil anything, spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you this, what happened. Matt Cardona lost his championship. Now I know in the grand scheme of independent wrestling, that doesn't really matter, uh, but this coupled with him, him having a loser leaves uh, the company match, I believe, in okay. MLW. And his wife being in WWE. And his wife being WWE as a tag team champion. Him him also going on record uh, as he was asked, you know, what attributed to your 
overall experience at WWE and he's come out and this is after years of him saying like fuck the WWE I don't need them I'm making more money on the indie scene sure I'm, a, I'm the indie god Zack Ryder is dead he's even come out recently and said you know oh it was my fault that that whole situation was there if I would have been more vocal if I would have been less I'll just go with the flow you uh-huh. know maybe it would have gone better my so way so is that matter of fact or is that backpedaling so he can get his job back not sound like a dick. I, I think he might already have his job back. Okay. Cause it's, Try to I, save face. I, I think he's just waiting for all of his his dates to to finish out. And then I I, I, mean, I think he might be WWE bound. I really do. He can't do. be Matt Cardona. Like every, it's like every, That's his real name. It's like every week he gets something else could pops up about a little bit more leaning to and he might just be leaning on the hype the man's a fucking genius he's not stupid he's yeah. not stupid look at, he, look, look at the legacy he's he's made just yeah. in the indie scene and chelsea green is after so WWE. smart you know so it's like i just I, I keep seeing these little clues and you know there's no such thing as a goddamn coincidence when it comes to shit like this no you know so it, it just woo 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 no Zack Ryder's dead. There's no way. <laughs> so I, what do you bring him back as? i don't know but there's no way in hell he's coming back as Zack Ryder. i would die I'd go back as Zack Ryder for the right money. For the right money? For the right money, do you think he would go back as Zack Ryder? Yeah. I would. Five yeah. years. Yeah. Couple milli. Something happens to Piper. Don't know what it is. Zack Ryder is Chelsea Green's new tag oh team partner. Oh my God, no. He'd be riding oh, the yeah. coattails of Eric Young. That's okay. That was great. <laughs> and uh, who won? Santino. He ended up winning yeah. the Women's Knockout Championship, yep. didn't he? Oh, yeah. God, I love it. I so love obviously. Goofy wrestling. So obviously him. So November 18th, AEW Full Gear will be happening. Yes. It is a Key Saturday, which I always enjoy Saturday pay-per-views, except for the idea it messes with a couple of our normal weekly plans, which is easily rescheduleable. How do you play D&D and watch pay-per-view on the same night? It's difficult. It can, you it, don't. It, it, you the watch only, the pay-per-view. The only way you can is if it's Crown Jewel. Because that stuff happens at 1 p.m. and I love it. But we're gonna we're not talking WWE, talking AEW full gear. Uh, we are gonna go over our predictions for the current card as of right now. Now this doesn't reflect our final decision. It's just more of a discussion as to what we're leaning towards, and more than likely we end up picking yes, the ones we put yes, on here. But make sure if you want to follow along with us, if you want to let us know, Mark and I know your personal predictions, please. And you're yes. on X. Uh, use the hashtag. CAW predictions so we can find out what you put. Yeah, see um, if you can if you can best Jamie and I. Yeah, I mean maybe you'll do better than we did. You won't. I am the I am still the running reigning Which undisputed we tied world last champion. Week, but as the champion rules go, that means you retain. Yes, yes, and you have yet to beat me. Let's see what happens since this time. I don't I don't even know when. I don't remember how long. It, my my title reign has been going for so long. Well, I don't know how I long. I was it's been. not in the United States for Wrestle Dream. That doesn't matter. So I didn't have time to. Really I'll defend do it internationally. You could you could you talk to me every night. You could have told me. I could have sat there and read I was the list out of you. Living the dream. You living know, living the dream. Here living we go. Well, no, uh, apparently your dream busy. isn't being the CAW Predictions champion, which I am, and Currently. everybody else can stuff it because I'm gonna do better. Where's than that you. championship? Mug. It's dirty. I used it this dirty. morning. Yeah. <laughs> championship cup uh championship rules i can use that cup whenever i damn well please well i'm gonna do my best to earn it back this weekend you won't but uh we're gonna go over our our predictions let's see for full gear so what do, we got? what do we got or how far away we are from each other so the aw pre or full gear pre-show so far i'm sure we're gonna have I, i'm hoping we're gonna have a dalton castle match at least 
He's Perhaps. been he's been featured on AEW quite a bit. Yeah, they he's can been do beefing two matches. with Luchasaurus, but they're they're involved in a uh, trios match. Um, but as of right now, we only have what I feel like could be again a main card. It should be really uh, the ROH World Tag Team Championships will be defended uh, against the Guns by MJF and possibly a mystery partner. I keeps we keep hearing to be. You know, announced. TBA. That's what's that's what's always displayed. That's right. what uh, you know they're tweeting out. TBA. Uh, I know Samoa Joe was about the only one that I know is in the running for well, the potential temporary sure, partner because the acclaimed have definitely volunteered themselves numerous times to be right. his partner. But the acclaimed doesn't seem like they're feeling too well. Absolutely not. Unfortunately, whoever it is that's behind that mask and his goons took out uh, said members of the acclaimed. Right. The AW Trios Tag Team Champions. Right. Uh, unfortunately, so as Samoa Joe said, you don't really have any friends left, unfortunately. So could it be just MJF to defend it? Sure, why not? He's done it before. Yeah, I thought that was a little interesting that last time he didn't even feel the idea of getting a second person to fill in. Right. And then at the same time, you got to think, okay, let's say Samoa Joe gets this position, right? Let's say that mm-hmm. it's the day before and he has no other choice. And on on rampage collision, what it is, whatever it is, he finally says, "Okay, Joe, I'll give you your title shot as long as you're my partner, so I can keep these ROH titles, right?" So they go to the pay per view, pre show goes. What happens when Joe shows up, and then just walks away? Okay. And leaves him to a two on one with the guns, who we all know, as goofy as they may have been when they first started, have become a very lethal tag team. Just run. Okay run circles around MJF and even if he retains the title or the the titles he's going to be so worse off for the world championship match well of course I'm just with him facing the guns and then at the main event facing Jay White part of Bullet Club Gold all Mm -hmm. three of them it all ties together I mean if he loses the the belt at the beginning you know, you almost think, oh, it's very possible that he could lose the belt to Jay White, right. who already technically is holding it. But either way, he gets Joe, you know? Joe gets his title match, though. I thought maybe like MJF would do the the traditional. I have no partner. You know, I can't find anybody. I don't trust Joe. Right. Whatever it may be, and he kind of does it by himself, and he's just getting annihilated. You know, he doesn't really pull out any of the, the big moves that he has been, the, right. the getting the big pops, the double clothesline, the, the kangaroo kick. The kangaroo kick. kick. He doesn't pull out any of that. You I love know? that that's become like a regular move of his. It's yeah. not like one of those ones like after he they beat Aussie Open, they're like, ah, we're never going to use that again. It became a staple in MJF. And exactly. People love it. Part of his face run, you know. Um, b- perhaps somebody like you said, Samoa Joe, comes out and helps him, finagles his way into, oh, well, you know. Doesn't I was it. able to make it so I'm your tag partner. I just and didn't MJF tell you. MJF doesn't have a point. And or doesn't have a uh, chance to dispute it. Exactly. As he ends up losing his belt because something Samoa Joe does, like you said, walks away. What if it's Roderick Strong? I thought maybe Roderick Strong. What if Roddy comes out and just yells, Max? I don't know if... And if... Max has to like swallow his pride. Because he, because oh, he's like getting stomped, so well, he needs. Roddy his comes body. out and says, "Adam Cole's my best friend, and if these titles mean this much to him, then I'll help you, <laughs> Max." Let's see how much of a face you and are. Then Adam, Will and you then accept his? How help? good of a friend would come out and defend your best friend's titles 
with your supposed like it's the ultimate wow. way for Roderick Strong to have like more leverage on Adam what Cole. What a beautiful story. So either way, whoever is the partner, the stories could go a thousand different directions. Sure. He could retain it, he could lose it. Do you think MJF's retaining or do you think guns are walking away as ROH World Tag you Team? No, I one thousand percent don't know. I've gone both ways. I really don't know. I think the cliche thing to say would be that MJF's going to keep these titles. I don't know why he would. I don't know how long Adam Cole's going to be out for. Right. I think it's kind of silly to ask MJF to keep holding on to two of these belts. You know, he's got tag team belts. He's got to defend by himself, but he also has the world championship that he's defending right. by himself. That's a lot to ask for one person. Oh, 100%. Obviously, this I think he needs to second... focus on the world championship. And this will be the second time he'll be doing double duty on, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Actually, no, three times because he, so, yeah. when they won the titles, mm-hmm. this last time when he defended the titles, and now this time when he defended the titles. Because mm-hmm. he every each time he had a world title shot at the end of the night. Right. So for the past three premium live events... Or premium live events. See, look at, look at me now. I'm <laughs> indoctrinated. Worry. But for the past three pay-per-views, he has had a match either in the pre-show or early in the show, as well as a spot on the main event. Yeah, he's running double duty. And he's not on Ring of Honor. So in all in all reality, it should be somebody that's going to win and defend it on Ring of Honor. Which I could see the guns going to Ring of Honor, but I feel like it's, At the a, same time, it's a downgrade so for much. the guns. They're doing so much with Collision. They're doing so much right. with Jay White. They're doing so much with Juice Robinson. It would be almost a detriment, in a sense, to to put it on Collision. That's, that's why I'm ROH going with there. That's why I'm going with MJF is going to retain these belts. I'm kind of thinking so too. The more we're talking it out, he's got to transition over and give it to somebody that can defend it on Ring of Honor. Up next, we have Hikaru Shida taking on Timeless Tony Storm. I'm really excited about this for the AEW Women's World Storm. Championship. Uh, Shida being her third and only third, only individual that's done three reigns with right. the AEW Women's Champion. But if Tony Storm win he wins here, doesn't she become a also become a third time? I believe so. Women's Champion Tony Storm uh, coming back from. I don't know, like I don't know where she came up with this character, but all oh, this Marilyn Monroe—it's so just good, timeless, you know. Uh, who do you think's going with it? I mean, Hikaru Shida, she's had a good run so far. I don't know if it's been the best run, but it's been a solid run. Timeless Tony Storm has got like such steam behind her, and with the vignettes and the silent movies in it's between. Fun. I mean, I, I personally, I'm leaning towards Tony Storm. Wow. Okay, I have Sheeta retaining. Okay. I don't think it's been long enough that Sheeta. I agree. Has had the belt for her to lose it. And I, I agree. Think that this this with Tony is fantastic, but I don't think it's time for Tony again to have the belt. I think she needs more of this, just continuing to snap more and more as that character that just gets deeper and deeper and deeper in this hole. She hasn't really peaked. I almost to the point, yet. almost to the point to where it, it, she's no longer separating this character from real life and everything she. I mean, she's already almost there. Everything she right. does is in black and white. Everything she does, she has this character. But, I love, but there's still, but you know, still a little semblance connected. of yeah there. So yeah, maybe maybe you're right. I mean, I think I, Sheeta. I, you think Sheeta? I'm still going. I'm still going with Tony. Okay. I, I just think that she's got a great gimmick right now that oh, the fans are really it. enjoying i love the com- silent commercial break movies that they she makes with rj right. city or just herself those are good and i feel i don't know i just personally i think that she's resonating more with the fans than she is as a champion as well as understandable I've, 
Uh, there's also been reports that Jamie Hayter might be on her way back. Oh, God, that would be fantastic. As well as, uh, what's the name of the girl that just debuted on uh, Dynamite the other day? Mariah May. Mariah May. She just debuted, and she's been like a Tony Storm. Like, oh, yeah, and the, stardom. Her, like, her only thing on AEW television, she just gushed about Tony Storm. So, I mean, give Tony Storm the belt and have her chase after that. Like, it would be a real good way to, to showcase her. I, I just, I don't know. Okay, think, or maybe she loses and still Mariah's like, oh, even though you lost, I idolize you and oh, work yeah. together kind of thing. Oh, yeah. That'd be perfect. There will be a six-man tag team match also at full gear between Sting. Sting! It doesn't feel right unless you say it like that. Of course uh, not. Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland... Don't call him Edge. Rated R superstar Adam Copeland. Doesn't yes. have quite the same ring. Eh, it really doesn't. It's okay. It'll build. It'll build. Versus Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, <laughs> and Nick Wayne. Uh, yeah, and with Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam, uh, their best friend Ric Flair will be accompanying them. Woo! Woo! Who or, do you have? Ric Flair. You think Ric Flair's going to win Flair's this? I think Ric Flair's going to double God. cross everybody. He's going to win. Um, I, this one I kind of went back and forth with. He's going to be cut by the time he walks out to the end of the ring. Yeah. Uh, and not his abs. This one I went back and forth, uh, strictly because I could see it going both ways because Christian Cage is enough of a heel and he's got enough heat that he could pull some bullshit off and get the win, uh, over, you know, three of fan favorites and just make his heat go even brighter. Sure. But I feel like with Sting being his retirement matches, that it, it, they have, they're going to have a tendency to give them the win because you want to see the fan favorites. Win. Oh, of course. Darby Allen's on there. Well, Adam Copeland's on there. And Rick Darby Flair's Allen on there. and Sting have never lost a match. Right. So even right. just adding Adam Copeland in here, me personally, I don't see them losing this. I think Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland are going to win. I went with the same. I, I, no, I the same. Okay. I, I, know, same. I saw was like you a, were struggling. With it was this like one. a fifty-one forty-nine split for me. Okay. Like, really, it was that that close because I could, like I said, I could just. The three Christian Lucha and, and Nick are just they they've got so much heat right now that doing something like this, getting rid of that Sting and Darby Allen quote unquote streak of you know never losing as a tag team, uh-huh. having him Huge. be that guy that outworked them right and even beat those two. Like, I just usual. think it's just right up the alley of Christian Cage. And again, it would be always talking about doing business on your way out. Given Christian Cage, Lucha, and Nick Wayne that much heat would be a gift by somebody for, like, oh, sure. like Sting. You know what Nick I mean? Wayne, Nick Wayne's 18. That'd be huge for him. He beaten an almost what, what, you imagine a 65 he year old Sting? man. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. I mean, come he on. should. That's legendary he for should. your career. So these next two are both matches that are the second coming. Okay, we're going to start off with Yeah, each Orange one of them have Cassidy. a number two in the middle of the graphic every time. Yes, you got that right. That's exactly what I'm getting at, yeah. <laughs> they will be a singles match for the AEW Inter- International Championship between Orange Cassidy and finally John Moxley as they, they go against each other. John Moxley did win against Orange Cassidy. Uh, right. I don't remember exactly when it was. Pay-per-view. Not too long ago. Totally blew our minds because it didn't seem like... Orange Cassidy up, was going to yeah, lose that belt losing, anytime finishing soon. Finishing off Orange Cassidy's streak, John Moxley got it, had a good couple of runs, and then ended up getting concussed when he was wrestling Ray Phoenix. Right. Uh, Gave him the belt, which was great for Ray. It really helped oh, his, yeah. again, career. Being Unexpected, able to hold on but to that it was, was kind of nice to see it. It was fun. Uh, I love Ray. 
so now John Moxley has been out with with concussion protocol. Uh, they end up having a, a rematch between Orange Cassidy and Ray Phoenix, where Orange Cassidy wins the title back, and he's now he's defended it a couple of times, but he's now challenged John Moxley since he's been cleared because Orange has said, you know, I've had the greatest run, I am the greatest uh, international champion, but it's not complete i don't feel right about this until i beat the man that took this title from me so now we're gonna have a singles match between the two of them who you going with i mean this is you got like AEW's two sweethearts everybody loves these guys right you got strong style versus sloth style fucking death jitsu I'm going Senor Sloth right here. You going Cassidy? Yeah, I think this reign's going to last a little bit longer, and I think this is pivotal to that reign that Orange Cassidy does beat John Moxley here. I agree. I I got to go with with Orange Cassidy. I think that uh, giving the title to Moxley doesn't earn him anything, but I think having no. Orange Cassidy beat John Moxley and like kind of that's huge. Fix for that OC. patch. In, in the bump of his, his, you know, championship reign, at least, you know, at that point now he can lose the title and he's like, well, now I've, you know, I've righted the wrong that happened to me so long ago. Exactly. Um, I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm just excited for this match because the two styles, the two individuals, you have those like bloodthirsty AEW fans that, right. that watch Moxley's like hardcore death matches. And then you watch, you have other people that watch Orange Cassidy's, uh, you know, PWG and Chikara matches and, mm-hmm. and are into the story of him being Fire Ant in, in the, right. the colony. And he's not one to be like into these like hardcore matches like that. He's dabbled, but, but nothing like fought, John Moxley. But only when he fought John Moxley before, you know, right. he was bleeding. I, I mean, he's been think in, John bled in that match. I mean, he's been involved in some parking lot brawls, but more of like as an accessory and a, a exactly a, an outlooker coming in to help somebody. Exactly, John kind of pushes that out of and him. And not so. saying this is going to go a hardcore way, but I mean, I can't imagine. He has to with John. I, I mean, I, I was about to you say, know? I can't imagine with Moxley, it's not going to go. I mean, I don't think he's going to pull out barbed wire and throw him through a flaming table. But I, you I, never know. You know, Moxley's going to be biting. He's going to be scratching. He's going to be pulling. You know, slamming into turnbuckles. Uh, this is going to be a really hard hitting match, but I, I I'm going with Ca- with Orange Cassidy. I think Same. he's walking back, walking away with his belt. Yeah, a little bit longer. safely in his backpack. A little bit longer. Maybe a little bit lightheaded. Drink some orange juice, replenish that blood supply. Sure. I'm sure he's Maybe John lose. will get that that break he needs. Yeah, right. Sometime he's this never going to get a break. Every time no. we talk about these breaks, something else happens. He wins a championship. <laughs> somebody else gets injured. Somebody else he's punches like, back. somebody backstage. You know, it's just, let the man have a break. <laughs> exactly. As I said before, there are two rematches that are happening at Full Gear. The second one being Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland. This has gotten beyond personal between the two of them. I think this has gone beyond wrestling at this point. This has gotten crazy. Like if the, if you were a kid and you didn't understand like what storyline is and like what how wrestling really works. Oh, you mean like Stone Cold and Brian Pillman? Well, when you were a kid, you know? That was a kid then. Well, that's what I mean. You believe this stuff. I really thought Undertaker and Kane were doing some kind of demonic hell. They weren't? Crazy stuff. Burning burning their parents. At any rate, uh, Swerve Strickland has really crossed the line here. He has entered Hangman Adam Page's house. Okay, it is the son uh, a shirt. You make, really it, needs... you make it sound like he walked into his house, gave his son a shirt, and it's the most appalling thing that could ever well, happen. I mean, he's like a newborn baby. Well, I mean, not to be that guy, but he just straight opened the door. 
It wasn't like I know, the damn thing was really, locked. As the as the production team and Swerve have both said, he needs like Brink, some type of security. Yeah, get a ring system, doorbell. Something. something. Something a chime. I mean, they sell them at like I mean, hell, they sell them at the Dollar Tree. You think Hangman Adam something. Page? Something. I don't think Hangman Adam Page goes into the Dollar Tree. No, nah, he looks like he would drink, you know, some some Doctor Thunder. Is that what it is? Mountain. Well, Thunder. that mixes real well with moonshine. It does. Yeah, mountain, sure. Th- mountain <laughs> Mountain Sweat. Doctor Mountain Sweat. Thunderkiss. Anyways, Hangman Adam Page. Thunderkiss sixty nine. Uh, Hangman Adam Page. Swerve Strickland. Now this is going to be even crazier here. A Texas death match. Yes. Uh, this is this what a round two. This is going to get pretty brutal because uh, we ended up or you ended up watching. Uh, a match between Swerve Strickland and A.R. Fox when they were in Lucha Underground that was a pretty rough match between the two of them. So Swerve is no no stranger to throwing some uh, illegal items around that end up being legal. Absolutely not. Hangman Adam Page isn't either. Uh, he's not as well versed into it, but you know he he dabbles. He's not afraid to get hurt. He's no, not he's not afraid to do things that need to be done, especially when it comes to his family, which. This is what it's come to now is right. his family. So right, which what's is always a, man a good to do? motivator. Have always you not seen motivator. the Punisher? Oh yeah. You know what's a man to do? I don't know if you, well, I don't know if you can relate Hangman to the Punisher. No, uh, but Hangman's he's got, got the, a lot more anxiety than the Punisher does. He does, but he also had like some Punisher rage. Oh in yeah. That promo that he put out this week. Oh yeah, it was good. It was like wow. He he said something about every November, my son and I will walk past your grave and he'll piss on it. Which I mean, wow. I I believe. We might need to get the authorities involved. I'm pretty sure that's that he's threatening to murder a man. Oh, he has threatened to murder this man. He's pl- threatening to put a man on the Prince ground. Prince Nana, what are you doing? Swerving while he drives. You really need to stop doing that. I know, they're going to put themselves in the ground. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we also have... I, the, the name of this tag team reminds me if Elton John gotten into wrestling. The Golden oh. Jets will be taking on the Young I was Bucks. say it sounds like a hockey team. Oh, God, no, that's the Winnipeg Jets. I know, but still, you know. Just as bad. Uh, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho will be taking on Matt and Nick Jackson. Uh, and Matt and Nick will be putting up their number one contender spot for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Uh, and this all really just stems from the Young Bucks being butthurt that Kenny Omega is helping Chris Jericho kind of stick one to the Don Callis yeah, family, which really Kenny kind of has that. a stake in it as well. They really wanted, I guess, him to pick one of them, being Matt or Nick Jackson, rather than Chris Jericho. Right. I, yeah. It, it, this, I, I, I see what we're doing. We're turning the Bucks heel. Which I'm fine with. I don't like it. I don't, don't, like, I don't it? like this little, like, it just felt really forced, and I don't know if it's supposed to feel that way, but it just, I don't know. It just feels a little forced. It just feels a little bit boring like i feel like you could have fleshed it out a little bit more than just this and maybe i'm i'm just jumping the shark here but i just doesn't see it doesn't feel like you know i don't know it just doesn't feel that important to me the match is coming up soon enough we'll be able to see them all in action which is always a fun thing being able to see kenny omega versus the young bucks will definitely be a fun thing um as far as the golden jets versus the young bucks what do you think is going to happen here uh i gotta go with um Honestly, the Young Bucks. I, I'm, I'm thinking the Young Bucks are going to win this one. Okay. I actually said the same thing. This is going to be a very interesting predictions. It really is. So far, we're only one match off from each other. Which is, it's it's usually a very a common theme, one or two. It's, yeah, it's very rare we're that, that polar opposite. Okay, so that kind of ties into a match that that's coming up later in the pay-per-view. 
Now, because the Golden Jets and the Young Bucks are having that match, again, the winner will be able to uh, have a shot at the World Tag Team Championships. If the Young Bucks win, the Golden Jets will disband as a team, though. Oh, I forgot big, that was that, that is was a big a thing. stipulation. So again, whoever wins that, so they will have face. more than just a, a tag title shot on the line. Correct. Their 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 friendship as the Golden Jets. You know, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. Hmm. Interesting. Don't know so then they just can't about. fight. So does that mean they just can't tag with each other against the Don Callis family? They'd just be individuals fighting the Don Callis family? Eh, you know how that goes. Right. Wrestling logic. At any rate, again, the winners will face whoever is the AEW World Tag Team Champions at the time. There will be a four-way tag team match at Full Gear. Ricky Starks and Big Bill are the champions right now. I can't even believe that. That's so weird. Uh, they're the champions. They will be facing La Faction and Garbanable, Roosh and Derlistico versus FTR versus Kings of the Black Throne. Almost sounds kind of crazy thrown together, but well, I mean, definitely not at the same time. The House of Black have been terrorizing FTR recently. Well, and Collision in general. They've been, yeah, they've been kind of poking at Ricky Starks and Big Bill. They cut a small promo on them. Uh, on collision this week uh lfi has helped ftr in the tag match uh a couple weeks ago so i mean it kind of they all have little little branches reaching out to each one of them uh but either way this is going to be an interesting match because of course with this many people it's always difficult to have a good match with everything not taking away from everything else. Exactly. There's and there's only, some big meat in there, too. Oh, yeah. And there's there's only going to be two legal men in the ring at one time. Right. A lot of fighting outside of the ring, I'm sure. I still am waiting for that match where you have four people in at one time. So it's a fatal four-way tag match. So That'd be so crazy. You know what I mean? Like, just add they a little usually, bit more dynamics. So you already, right. like, you already have it chaotic. Why don't you add a little bit more chaoticness in it? AEW usually does this so that you can tag in whoever you want. It doesn't matter. You know, Brody King could tag in... Uh, big Bill. Right. Like you just can't tag in matter. the partner of the guy you're fighting. Correct. Which the Correct. guns have tried to do. And it's it sounds like it's a solid strategy. Yeah. I mean, you know. It gets you out. Doesn't then, help. Yeah. Well, no, because, well, I guess would that? Because they get pinned and they pin. So they lose and they win? Yeah, that's why they, they don't do oh, it like man. that. Just I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to load up uh, WW2K and see if I can. <laughs> That's bug the Bryce that out. Remsburg batch of ever. Yeah, seen right. It. Who are you going with? Uh, in this particular one, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's wishful thinking or just kind of foreshadowing in a sense. I see you I smiling. I have a feeling I know what you're about to say. I see you smiling. Kings of the Black Throne. Yes. Arf, I, arf. I picked the same thing. Arf, arf, arf. arf. I gotta go. I gotta go with Brody King, Malachi Black, walking away with the titles. I mean, it makes sense. Oh yeah, especially. With I would say my I would. Pick. I would normally say it's not going to be them. Right. Because Brody King broke his arm. Yes. But then Brian Danielson. Yeah, well, Brian Danielson's a completely different animal than Brody but st- King. Mm, Brody, Brody King, King eats animals. Brian Dan- Danielson loves animals. Yeah. If you didn't know, go see Brody King, watch his live events. Oh, yeah. He's a I've tough seen that dude. man just straight choke slam a poor, like, hundred pound year old or hundred pound hardcore kid into the ground just what the one that asked for it no all of them asked for it (laughs) every single one of them asked for it when you get on that stage if you know anything about hardcore don't get on the stage if you don't if you don't need or you're not expecting to get like the biggest individual in that band's not just the band the crew fortunately for brody he is the biggest human being in all of hardcore 
Um, but you will get body slammed if you're lucky. If you're lucky, that's the least you'll get. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going with Kings of the Black Throne because okay. Brody King doesn't awesome. need two hands to beat three other well, tag that, teams. Well, that was my point. Exactly. Exactly. But see, that ties into my next prediction for the okay. three-way match for the AEW TBS champion. We have Chris Statlander, my girl, Current will be champion. defending her TBS championship against Julia Hart and either the winner of Red Velvet or Sky Blue, which will be happening this week. Personally... I think Sky Blue's winning that match. Makes more sense with the storyline. Uh, Red Velvet just returned to AEW programming. Good to see her there. Uh, but I'm I don't sure they'll think have a great has, match. I don't think she has the steam. Plus, like I said, like you said, Sky Blue has a little bit of history with Julia Hart right now, uh, as well as Chris Statlander, so it right. kind of makes sense. Um, I think I've already revealed who I'm going with, but who's who's your pick for this? Wait, hold on. I kind of want to know who you're picking. Oh, no, no, no. I've, I've, I, as a gentleman, I'm going to okay. open the door for my, for my lady. Let me put on my fedora and get my neck beard fluffed out. Okay. Um, who, who are you picking? Uh, well, I mean, I would love to see Julia Hart win this, but I really ah. think it's going to be Chris Statlander retain, retaining. Okay. And this is why I am the CAW Predictions champion are you gonna go against your girl chris statlander and say julia listen chris statlander my girl best female wrestler in all of AEW. but i am telling you right now with malachi black and brody king winning those tag team championships i think julia hart's winning this the house always wins the house always wins and julia is the queen of this house and she needs her gold for her crown right I mean, she has lost to Chris Outlander before. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. It's the redemption arc. Will she pin Chris Outlander, or will she pin who you think will be the third person, Sky Blue? Oh, she's totally pinning you know, Chris Outlander. I feel like that's important. But I think I think Sky Blue pivotal. is going to open the door and allow her to win. Oh, and then you're going to see Sky so Blue she's turn. She's going to have actually turned, but is playing. It's going to be a two-on-one. Playing ga- a game. It's two it's going to be a two-one. One. Okay, honestly, wouldn't be mad if you're right on that one. I am right. Okay, so it's two different ones we have not agreed on. Okay, that gives us the final match. The final one, which I know you struggled night. with. Yes, I had no chance or no 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 chance no qualms with got. this one. I the minute I looked at it, I knew okay. who was going with AW it. AW World Championship on the line, right? MJF, the current champion, versus Jay White again, who has the Bang Bang belt in his possession. Yes, formerly known as the uh, God, I can't even remember what it was called. What the B- Triple B? Yeah, I, I, it's Burberry Bank Butthole. I don't know. I couldn't. Wow. I can never remember what his Jeez. was abbreviation stood for. Um, well, I mean, MJF hasn't had the belt, so technically it's Jay White's belt. That's, that's, if you want to play into it's the, the bang, game, bang then that's what it is. The bang, 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 bang belt. belt. Possessions of nine-tenths of the law. In this case, Jay White is the champion, but. So who are you going with? You going with Jay White or are you going with your scumbag? I'm just going with my scumbag, going MJF. With your scumbag? Okay, truth be told. Yes. I talked all this, all this game about how right I'm going to be and how. I know exactly what I'm talking about, and I had no problems with this one. As minute I saw it, I went with my gut instinct, and I was like, yep, that's the man that's walking away with the championship. Right. Literally within the last 15 seconds, I am severely doubting my my pick. Okay. My original pick is MJF. Like, I, I gut, gut reaction, MJF is going to retain. Right. What's got you uh, thinking maybe that, White? Those individuals in the, uh, the devil's mask. Okay. I don't know if it's for MJF's benefit that they're there. I, and that's what I toyed a lot with. Will it help him? Will it hurt him? I think 
what everybody expects is that something's going to happen devil related here. Right. Maybe something will be shown of who it is or they will right. help MJF or, or they will hurt MJF. Now, the the I only caveat know. to that is they've already attacked Jay White. And that's what's got me confused. Right. You know, I like it. I like this angle. Will this they has got attack me... him again or will they turn around and be like, ha 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 ha. Yeah, I I, I, know, I like how really we're going about Jay this. Out. Right, it, it, but it's got you questioning Correct. everything. Like MJF Correct. could turn around. Everybody thinks that MJF is probably going to get help. And you're in honest to God, you could see MJF turning around and be like, "Oh, I've known all along who these five individuals are. They're my hired monkeys." But genuinely, he could turn around and be like, "I, I don't know who you guys are." Yeah, in the same in the same breath. That's what's so great about this, and that's so great about the MJF character that he's playing right now. Is you genuinely don't know how he's going to play out that exact thing. Right. He could know him. He could not know him. It I, could be somebody that is in the company or somebody that's entering the company. I'm gonna know. I'm gonna go with MJF on this one. Okay. I'm gonna go with MJF on this one, but I have some serious doubts because I think it's gonna be one of those things to where the individuals are gonna look like they're gonna take out Jay White or they're gonna help MJF and they're gonna turn around and attack MJF. Because I don't think these guys are here to help MJF. Okay. I was thinking the opposite. I was thinking they might be be here, but it could always turn. I love wrestling. <laughs> Especially a good storyline but... that has you like, I don't know, maybe this. I don't know. It could be this. It could be this person. Like, And this one's I got, got it. I mean, you brought up uh, David Finley and Bullet Club. Yeah. You know, in his, com- I mean, he made NJPW. comments months ago about, about uh, him trying to clean up Bullet Club's image. Well, and that NJPW is a joke. Yeah. It's not a real company that's for the, you know, the fat guys or whatever he said, you know, like he really played into it. It's a it's not a legit company. He never entered the G1. He would never do anything NJPW. So that would be really fun if it turned around. And you're talking about MJF. You're talking about MJF. Okay, I thought you were talking about David Finley. It could be that exact. Oh, his he's his his hate for Japanese wrestling is well documented. Yes. And I've I have said since the first time I heard him say something, like, no, that man loves Japanese wrestling. He just uses it as a, a, character. a, a character point to make other people angry because he knows the type of people that are watching his matches, that are recognizing right. the moves, moves that he's doing, that recognizes the matches that he's he's replicating. Mm-hmm. They they know, like, but you're doing that and you're stating you hate that. That makes no that makes people so infurious more than anything else is something that you That's like what he was going for. and I hate it. What you like is stupid. That's my whole NJPW theory, but it could be anything. Oh yeah. And, and yeah, but I got to go with MJF. I'm going with MJF on this one. Okay. Same. Okay, so just to run back our predictions for uh AW Full Gear happening November 18th, we both have MJF uh, you picked Timeless Tony Storm, and I right. picked Sheeta for the AEW Women's World Championship. Right. We both picked Sting, Darby, Ad- At- Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland, Orange Cassidy, Hangman Adam Page, The Young Bucks, Kings of the Black Throne, and MJF. But you picked Julia Hart for the TBS Championship. And you picked Chris Statlander. I did. Correct. So, I mean, there's still going to be probably a couple of matches announced this week. Maybe, um, I don't know, that's a lot. Maybe another uh, pre-show? Wrestle Dream was 14 matches. That was crazy. That was an insane amount of matches. I mean, you know how Tony Khan likes stuff in these pay-per-views with as much material as he possibly can. Yeah, that's true. You never know how many matches there's going to be. I mean, 
even this week. All right, coming up real quick. I wasn't going to do it, but you were in the other room real quick. I paused everything. I looked it up. Uh, this week coming up on AW Dynamite, we've got Hook and Orange Cassidy will be taking on John Moxley and Wheeler Yuta. Uh, we're also going to have a Like a Dragon Gaiden, The Man Who Erased His Name Street Fight, which is a Sega game that is coming out that AEW is uh, have a sponsorship with, which is going to involve Kota Ibushi, the Golden Jets, which first teaming up of them? No, it's not the first teaming up. Uh, and Paul White versus Brian Cage, the Don Callis family of Kanosuke Takeshita, Kyle Fletcher, and Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, on that, yeah, that's a lot of that, that's a lot of people in there. And they had a couple of meet forever. They had a little bit of an interaction between Paul White and Powerhouse Hobbs. So I'm sure we're gonna that see was really good. Yeah, we're gonna see a little bit between them. Uh, we're also going to see a AWTBS title number one contenders match, like we said earlier, between Red Velvet and Sky Blue. Over on WWE side, we have a ton of matches set for Monday Night Raw. There's a singles match between Zia Lee and Indy Hartwell. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa will be taking on Ludwig Kaiser. That's probably going to be a fantastic be a match. match. The Miz will be taking on Ivar. Hopefully, I really think they'll I, be clarifying what happened in that match I last really week. think Ivar is just going to beat the shit out of Miz and take his spot. You really do? I think Ivar was okay. supposed to be the one that was, ha- was supposed to have that spot. Oh, okay. I think it was supposed to be the Miz, but it was such a questionable thing. They just quickly right. improvised I think what was this is. To I think this is to solidify whatever's supposed to be ha- have happened. I, regardless, yeah. I do think that's what's going to happen here as well. Uh, Piper Nevin will be taking on Tegan Knox. Shinsuke Nakamura will be taking on Otis. That's going to be an interesting pairing. Yeah. That's a big, doughy, yeah. strong man against a very stringy, agile man. Shinsuke's got a weird thing going on there. I know, obviously, there's a lot of like, he's got like an, about CM Punk. He's got like an evil genius in the Samurai Jack world. Okay, I was going for evil, like, emo guy. I mean, yeah, that's, that that's works too, Shinsuke right? anyways. Um, also, the... What is this? Both the tag team title match? I don't think that says that incorrectly. Uh, the tag team... Uh, redemption match, I guess, between the Judgment Day versus Cody. Oh, yeah, the, the rematch. I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I was Correct. reading it here, looking at it, and couldn't recall. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso will have their rematch finally against the Judgment Day to get their WWE Universal titles back. Yeet. Yeet. I don't think it's happening. I don't think so either. I don't think. I think Judgment Day is so gonna either. keep on rolling with this, keep this on, keep on. collection of gold belts. Yep. Um. Yeah. So uh, we also have Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, L.A. Knight will be taking on Jimmy Uso. Okay. Uh, L.A. Knight's just off the loss against uh, Roman Reigns. Uh, so, of course, he's got to go through the entire ranks of the bloodline before they call this one quits. That's okay. Hopefully he gets Keep a, little bit more, a little bit more mo- momentum because, uh, I don't know, yeah. I feel like L.A. Knight's in that, in that weird zone that if he doesn't continue his own story that he's going to just fall into the churn of the buttermill that is SmackDown's uh, roster. Unfortunately, yes. So I think that'll do it for this episode. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you follow us on all, all social medias at CAW Wrestling Pod, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I think I made a TikTok. There was a whole big story, but I don't even know. I'm not going back through it. Uh, you can follow me on my personal Twitter <laughs> at Gunk Dudley. And I'm at a bacon party. If you can find us on TikTok, at, like I said, at CAW Wrestling Pod. I don't know if I screwed it up, but apparently I couldn't follow anything or anybody. So I don't know what I did wrong. I'm in my mid 30s. I don't know what I'm doing on social media. But make sure you start your week off right every Monday morning with a fresh episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast. New episodes are posted at 4 a.m., so they are up before you are. So be sure to check us out. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you in the next episode.
Start your weeks right every Monday morning with a fresh episode of Coffee and Wrestling and Wrestling Poot. And you said your weeks. I said poot. Coffee in your bane. Coffee in my butt. Every that got to be exciting. That got recorded. What? Coffee in your bane? Coffee in my butt. Okay.